Good morning. I'm so happy to be with you here today, and uh, thank you for uh, welcoming me to come again and share with you what God is doing in Kenya. I think the other time I was here, I shared with you, for those who are there, most of the things here, and um, uh, we talked about the chicken, and uh, we are doing well with the chicken. Uh, we, we are producing more eggs, and uh, we are eating eggs and selling some, and the kids are getting nutri nutritious food from uh, the chicken, uh, from the eggs. So we are so happy, and uh, we thank God for what he's doing. And um, I shared with you about the high school. This is still the big deal, and I'm still praying so the Lord will, for the Lord to continue to provide. I, I know it, it needs a lot of money, and I know that sometimes it's so scary, but I trust in the Lord that at, as it comes, we put it into, into work. As I say that, we just want to cut an elephant one, one, time, one, one bit at a time, so that at the end of it, we will uh, actually finish everything. And now this building there has been there for one, about one year, almost a year, since it was laid the foundation. And uh, we are afraid that the, the, con the, the, the contractor is worried that uh, as it rains and the, 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 the sun uh, beats it so hard, it might cause a crack that will get to the, uh, to the foundation. Uh, if the, the lintel is not put. So we are very worried that we may lose all the money that we have put inside there. So we need just to ask the Lord to provide for the money for the lintel and to put the first foundation, uh, the first floor, then we will continue as the Lord provides. So I'm still asking you for your prayers that um, uh, the Lord will accomplish this according to his will. I know it is his will because after we've graduated eighth, eighth grade from uh, school, most of them has nothing to do if they don't go to high school. If they don't get a relative or a well-wisher to come and support them and give them a scholarship, they just go back to their normal life. And that is so hurtful. That's why we feel that the, the transition from Bernard's Vision Primary to Bernard's Vision High School is really uh, is going to be really fantastic because they will just get food as as we are as we are feeding these other ones in the primary. They will just be equal and we will treat them the same. And uh, with the with, with the university, if they graduate from the university, they will get the loan and then the government will deduct later after they are finished and got get jobs. So we are really in a tight rope, but we trust in the Lord because we don't go by sight. We go by faith. And uh, thank you for being part of this. You know, this is, this is Dublin's baby. Bernard's vision is a Dublin's baby. And, uh, and for those who came for the first time, you understand that it was from the scratch. We had only, we had only metal building. It was just one metal building. And the team really are the one who laid the foundation of the first building that was there. There was nothing completely. 
And now you can see how the Lord is doing a great job and the development that is there, the kids that come, they get food, even though sometimes we are short of food, but whatever they get, they count it to be a lot, and they thank God for that. So you just continue praying for us, and please come to Kenya. Come to Kenya if you get a chance to come. There's, there's a lot of things we can do. Just to hold the hand of that little child and looks at your eyes and says, I love you, is really very important. And you may not know until you get in there. You may say, what am I going to do? Some people have, 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 have come and it has changed their lives completely. And I trust that if Dublin will make another, another trip there, uh, Pastor Chad, I will be so grateful. And I thank you, pastors, for taking care of me since I came over here. And the love that you've shown me is really very, 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 it, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, traveling thousands of miles as a stranger coming to people, if you don't get any love, you feel devastated. But I thank God for every love that you've given to me. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much, church. Um, I want just to share with you from the Word of God. From the Word of God, let us read from the book of Esther. The book of Esther, chapter 4. The book of Esther, chapter 4, we are going to read from verse 13. From verse 13. Mudekai told the messenger to reply to Esther, Don't think that you will escape the fate of all the Jews because you are in the king's palace. If you keep silent at this time, liberation and deliverance will come to the Jews' people from another place. But you and your father's house will be destroyed. Who knows? Perhaps... You, you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Go and assemble all the Jews who can be found in Susa and fast for me. Don't eat or drink for three days, day and night. I and my female servants will also fast in the same way. After that, I will go to the king, even if it is against the law. If I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went and did everything Esther had ordered him to do. All of us are created by God. For a purpose. This is something that so many people in the world. Remember even the psalm who says God is not existing. God is not there. But it is true that the Bible says that whoever says that is a fool. But the truth is God created all of us. And why did he create us? Why did he create me and you and them and everybody in the world? 
He created us purposely for us to be his people. God wanted his people for us to be in his place. God wanted people in his place. His people in his place. And he wanted to be the ruler. That's the, that's the only purpose. <coughs> and therefore, he wanted to be the ruler and control everything. And therefore, he had a purpose for each and every individual man or a woman created in the world. God wants us to worship him, serve him, and honor him. Give him all the glory and serve him wherever we are. Remember, my friends, that anybody who is still alive must accept to serve the Lord because that is the purpose why God actually took his time to create man in this world. Have you ever asked yourself why you're surviving in this world? Why you survived when you were a young person, when you were middle-aged, and now you're even growing old? That is why today I want to talk to you about so simple thing. Why are you there? Why are you there where you are? Why are you there where you work? Why are you there where you are married? Why are you there in that church where you worship? What is the purpose of you being there? We, 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 I want to talk to you about three points. About the destiny. The destiny is the events that will necessarily happen to um, to participate, to make you participate, you personally, and think about what God has planned for you in future. What are the things that God wants you to participate in? What are the necessary things that God has kept you for? Why has he left you to be in the world today? And therefore, I want to tell you that one of the things that you have to know is what we call the destiny real life. The destiny realization. The destiny rehearsal. Why God actually left you to survive, to exist, while other people or maybe other kids who are actually were conceived the same day you were, some of them died. Some of them are not existing. Maybe after the birth, some of them died after one month, or two months, or three months, or one year, or five years, or maybe ten years, and you are existing. You are there. Why is that happening to you? Have you asked that if you are really a Christian, have you asked why you have survived? Maybe there are diseases that kills people and you existed. I was with my mom. My mom has passed away, but 
she, she used to tell me some of the things that happened in the community, in the village. And she was telling me that, my son, you see that, that woman there, that woman there was pregnant when I was also pregnant. She gave birth to a son like you, but that son died. And you look at that woman there, also the same. And you see that, so some of my age mates died while me, I existed. I lived. Uh, why? Because the divine power of God was hovering around me. And the divine power of God was also hovering around you. That's why nothing could come and kill you. How many times do you think something might have come to kill you? Or maybe in an accident or somewhere else. Or maybe you are cutting the tree. Or maybe you are walking the bush. Or maybe something else. But God has protected you from that. Why? There's a reason why God is protected. Is it not? It is not because those who have died, you are better than them. But it's because God has a purpose for you. That's what we call destiny, real life. So many people do not think about all these things. Why am I surviving? Why do I live? My friends, let me tell you, God has a purpose for each and every individual, every woman, every man, every child who lives. He must have a purpose for it. Let me just tell you something. It doesn't matter what age God can use you. God can use you when you are young and you do something tremendous and you accomplish the purpose of God. God can use you when you are so old and then you do what he wants you to do and then you accomplish it. Other things that we do, we do our things. We do our own things. We marry, we do things, we build houses, we do what? Those might be our own things. But the specific thing that God would want you to do because he has left you to survive because he wants you to do something. So the, this is what we call destiny, uh, real life, destiny, real And And uh, you see, from, from this book, uh, if we go to the book of Second uh, Kings chapter 5, which actually I know you know the story very well, about Naaman, chapter 5, Naaman. When we preach about Naaman, chapter, uh, 2 Kings chapter 5, we talk about Naaman. But we, 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 we overlook something very important. That there were, there were the, the military men went from Aram to Israel and they attacked the people in Israel and they killed so many of them there and they adopted, they actually took one little girl as a slave and took this little girl to Aram. And this little girl ended up in the house of Naaman. Remember, Naaman is a leprosy man, a sick man in pain all the time, struggle all the time. And I think it smells also in this house. And this little lady is watching the life of Naaman, which was horrible. 
And then she, she's, she knows that God wants to do something, accomplish a purpose that brought her into the house of Naaman. And she, she went to, the, to, the wife, to, to the, oh, Naaman's wife and told Naaman's wife, hey, I'm, I'm seeing the pain of this man here. If this man could have known that in our country, Israel, where I came from, I know that there are prophets there. And these prophets, when they pray for you, or they tell you to do something, this man will be healed. And let me tell you, that is what this lady said to, 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 to the wives of Naaman. Nothing else. We have not heard of any history about that. But Naaman, Naaman's wife took courage, talked to Naaman. Naaman went to Elisha, the prophet. Elisha ordered Naaman to go to Jordan to deepen them himself there seven times. So simple. Seven times. And then Naaman was healed. Who actually did that? Who actually, who is the, the protagonist? Who is the person who availed the truth? Is this young, young, young girl. God used her just for that purpose. For, for the people of Aram to know the power and the glory of God. That's why this lady survived the war. That's why many of the age of that girl might have been killed. We don't know. But this young lady survived the war. You know how God is using us. Just a small thing. Just a small thing. And we, we have this lady called Esther. I know we, we know the story of Esther. That she was an orphaned girl who was left completely hopeless. And the uncle Medeca is going, bringing this girl to the home, treating this girl so well, educating this girl so well, making this girl to be so beautiful, taking this girl for the competition. And the girl is winning, and the girl is married in the house of the king. There's something that is there that God wants to do. That if he cannot do, then there's something going to happen so terribly. And Esther survived. And being married by the king, she lived there because there was something that God wanted to accomplish with Esther. And remember, if you read, if you read somewhere there, Esther, after going to the king's palace, she was almost forgetting why she was there. And Mordecai is saying that Esther, Esther, even if you may forget the reason why you are there, but remember, remember God can bring any help from somewhere else. But forget, don't forget that you are a Jew. You will also be murdered by these people. Therefore, Esther, be careful. You know, God is using Mordecai to remind Esther why she is there. She was not just there to be the, the king's wife. That was not the main purpose. She was there for something greater than that. My friends, why are we there? Why? Why are you there in your church, in your workplace, 
in wherever God in school where you study, in the university where you are, in, why are you existing there? So, so you see that Esther, Esther and this man and people like Joseph, you remember Joseph. I can, I can tell you so many stories. You may remember Moses, Moses. Can tell God is doing something tremendous to keep them not to be killed so that they can accomplish the purpose of God in the world. That's why God left you and me to do something in the world, to do something in your neighborhood, to do something in your church, to do something in your community, to do something in your town. And it is it's so horrible that God let you live in the world for so many years, and then at the end, you accomplish nothing. It's just so sad that one day, God tells you that, you know, I let you survive. I protected you from diseases. I did this for you. You survived, and you did nothing. So, my friends, that's why destiny real, destiny real life is very important for us to remember. Don't forget why you survived. Ask yourself, why did God let me survive? Why did God make me to be there where you are today? What is the purpose? Number two, we have what we call destiny realization. Destiny realization. It's very, very hard to remember some of the things. Some of the things that we are, re, re, we are realized to. And, and I said, I, I, let, me, let me tell you something. I said, it's so simple that somebody would, would realize to you that you, you study to be, oh, what, what, do you, what do you want to be? Oh, I want to be a mathematician. Oh, no, no, you study to be, a, to be an engineer. You can be an engineer. You know, that, that is the power of God that exists in somebody that hovering around is making his people, he's using his people to make people realize what they can do. In fact, even in marriage, somebody can, can just realize to you something if you're a young man. Like us, we've seen that. Somebody's telling you, you know, you can marry this lady. This lady can be your wife. And then, then, just a realization. Then later, you remember, you meet this lady, you talk to this lady, and then at the end of it, you are married. And the realization came from somebody else. That we forget some of the things. Or maybe, oh, this land is so good, I think one day if you get money, you can, you can buy this place and buy land. And at the end of it, you go around in the world, you go around everywhere, you went, you go everywhere, and then at the end of it, later, you buy the land and you live there. Something is happening. Realization, destiny realization is coming from every corner of the world. God has is hovering around the Spirit of God to make us realize so many things. You'll be a preacher, and at the end you're a preacher. Like when I was a little boy, I used to, I, I, I used to sing with the people in, in parade, you know parade. And later, people started to call me a pastor. And by that time, I did not want to be a pastor. And at the end of it, I became a pastor. So you see, some things are just coming through realization. 
That's what we call destiny realization. What God realizes to you, he wants you to know and don't forget about it. And let me tell you, if you forget the destiny realization, when God actually wants you to accomplish it, it will be so painful and so difficult, but you must accomplish it. That's why in destiny realization, you know the story of Jonah? You know the story of Jonah very well? God has realized to Jonah, Jonah, you must go to Nineveh. Jonah is saying, I'm not going to Nineveh. I'm going to Tarsus. That is his own desire, isn't it? But the desire of God, the, the realization of God is Nineveh. Then Jonah is making his trip to, to Tarsus. And then something nasty happens to Jonah. This is one of the worst things that so many, even some of the Old Testament theologians are saying, no, 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 no. The story of Jonah is not real. It's not true that a man stayed in the fish belly for three days. That is not, that is, that, that is not right. And imagine Jonah the man, a man, stay in the, in the stomach of the fish for three days and then he is thrown away by the mouth of the fish at the end of the sea. Even if it is you, how do you see that story? Just because you failed to realize what God wanted you to realize. When God now deals with us, when we fail to follow his will, when we fail to know his realization in our lives, even if we deny the will of God in our marriages, the will of God in our studies, the will of God of where we should live, and we force ourselves to something that God has not realized, my friends, I tell you, it will be terrible one day. God's realization wants us to be where, where he wants us to be because there's a purpose why he wants us to accomplish that. Remember, I didn't, I didn't say that in the first. There's, there's somebody called Elkanah who left Jerusalem and went to another land where the Lord did not want them to be there. But at the end of it, they were in trouble. All the children died and they came back home. Ruth came back home naked with only a daughter-in-law. Because the, the realization of God, Elkanah, and now you stay in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the place of the bread. Don't go anywhere. Stay in Jerusalem. But she did not, they did not fall. And therefore, they went and they failed. My friends, let me tell you, some of the troubles we get in, we get into because we don't follow the realization of God. When God realizes something, let us do it. Remember Peter. Peter has been told, you are the rock. Peter has been told, Follow me and make, be, be the, the fishers of men. Peter, I've, I've said so many things. Lord, I will not leave you. Lord, I will be with you. I'll, uh, even at the time Jesus was arrested, he participated very badly. And when Peter was, uh, Jesus was already crucified, what happened? Peter left. And he left with some other disciples. That were, you know, sometimes when we don't follow the will of God, we, 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 go, we go with other people. So he left with other people. They went again to fish. The whole night they got nothing. Jesus is going to them, say, Peter, what is the what did you get the whole night? Say nothing. 
And he says, okay, you are doing what I did not realize to you. I say, Peter, follow me. And then Peter turned back, followed Jesus, and died a Christian that we still read after today. Men and women of God, I'm here to tell you that when we forget the real, uh, realization that God has given to us, you have it there, you know it, if you think you can remember it, it's only that we forget so fast. And the Bible says, don't forget. Don't forget. Remember some of the things that God whispers to you to do after he has realized something to your life. Don't forget at all. Forgetting is also sin. Remember that, my friends. Why are you there? Why are you where you are? What is the purpose that you have accomplished in your life as a Christian? Or you are proud because of the collective things that you've done as, 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 as people, as a group. God wants you to participate as an individual. Where you, 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 be, you do things as an individual. I, I believe you, your identity is known by God. Because God says, I knew you before you were born. I knew you. I knew you before your mother even conceived you. Even he, know, he knew that your name will be so and so. So God wants to, you, you, you appear to God as an individual. And therefore, when things are done collectively, that is good. But what are you doing individually? That when you appear before God, he says, well done, my faithful servant. You realized something and you did it. And that is really very important, members of the church. Let us know that where we are here, this is our home. Let us make it better because the Lord has realized something that we need to do for him before we go down. Because every one of us, we are going to rest one day. Number three. This is what we call destiny revelation. Destiny revelation. What is now God revealing to you? Revelation is now something that is exposed to you. Now, he's saying this is what you have known. This is how you can do it. This is what you can do. You must now do this. And let me tell you, when God reveals something to you, it brings with courage. It comes with courage. That there's nothing that, it might be very difficult, very hard, not normal at all. But you know you must accomplish it. Let, 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 let me uh, uh, let me, I know time is going. Let me give you an example of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These boys were taken to the land of Babylon. And remember, their parents have already revealed to them that you have only one God, God of Israel. This is the only God you must worship wherever you will be. And these boys have gone there alone. There's nobody with them. They have gone there alone. But the revelation that God gave them through their parents or through anybody else actually kept them together. 
And when Nebuchadnezzar was forcing them to worship his God, he, they had already made a decision that even if it is death, we are ready to face it because we, the revelation has come true. My friends, I know that when the revelation is there, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were taken to the, to, to, were taken to, to the fire and you see, it was not that. But the reason was that God wanted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to reveal his power in the world. Remember when they were thrown into the fire, the king went closer to the fire, and he identifies four people, and he said, did we not only throw away three people? Then they say, bring these people away from the fire. And they were brought away from the fire. And then he says, today I order that only God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego should be worshipped in the land of Babylon. So when God has revealed something for us, it might be painful, my friend, but we have to show the power that God is to be worshipped. Remember people like Paul? Remember People like Daniel, when they were going to the dens of lion, they accepted to do that because they know the revelation is true that we have to worship only God. Remember Esther that we've read? It's very hard to go to the king's palace, but she must go and she says, I will go. Even if it's to die, I die. Because I need to stop there. My friends, remember these two, three destinies. One, destiny realization. Destiny, destiny, real life. Destiny realization. And destiny revelation. Don't forget about this. And this destiny does not need you to bargain with God. We don't need to bargain with God. We need to follow God and do what God wants. Not God, why don't we let me do this before I do this? No, 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 no. God, we cannot, we cannot work with God like that. And I was saying, I was telling people in the first service that there was a young boy who was sailing from one, one point to another point and his boat got into the, got in the, in the sea. And therefore, he jumped in the, fee, in the sea and he kept on asking God, God, Help me. God, if you help me, I will, I will get in there. And God, I will serve you. God, you will be my father. I will give you everything. At the end of it, God helped him. He went the other side. And he said, God, bye. And he doesn't know that God is following him step by step. Because I know what you said. I follow you. When he was in the middle age, God said, can you remember what you said? He said, God, can you let me? get married first, then I start my family. Because God is good, God will let you do that. Then you, 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 say, you, you continue. He went, he went, and then later he said, I thank God, but God, now let me uh, uh, educate my children. I want to educate my children first. Then I'll do that, what you want me to do. Don't you know I have children here, God? Then it continued. 
God is so good, we let you continue go like that. Then, you went, then this man went like that. He went like that around the world. And then it came a time that he says that, God, can you remember? Remember that now I, I, want, to, uh, I want to retire and I'm building my retirement age money so that I, I will not be able to give. And, and even you know that now I cannot give because I, at the end of it, the man went to the grave without doing nothing to God. Let us not begin with God. Let us follow the will of God. I pray for you, Dublin Church, to be great, great people of the Lord, to continue to be blessed by God, by your children, your grandchildren, your grand-grandchildren. You be great people of the Lord. Follow what God wants you to do, and you'll see the good things that God will do in your life. May the power of God, the greatness of God, the, the holiness of God follow you every day where you go with your family, wherever they are. Thank you very much, and God bless you.